Welcome to Uncovered Acapella. I'm your host, Brian Michaels. This is the premier acapella podcast featuring only originals, no cover tunes. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Here's Uncovered Acapella. Hello and welcome to another edition of Uncovered Acapella. I'm your host, Brian Michaels. And as we do every Wednesday, we have three original acapella songs, normally from three completely different artists, but this one's a special exception. You know, when I started the show, my goal was to go for a year. I was hoping that I'd hit 52 episodes. And 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 a few months back, I looked and I was already on episode, I think, 74, 75. And I'm like, you know, I might actually hit 100 or more. And I started deciding I wanted to do something really special for my 100th episode. And I racked my brain for a few days and I came up with what I thought was a cool idea and it's always been just me introducing the music and I thought it'd be fun to actually have a special guest co-host on the show with me for my 100th episode so I reached out to someone who I've I've known through the acapella world since uh probably since I started my acapella radio show I think I first interviewed him on my radio show back in like January of 1998 and first met him in June of 1998 and I'm super excited to have him on the show I've been a huge fan of his for a long time and looking forward to talking about some of his music so please welcome to the show the legend himself, Sean Altman. How are you doing, Sean? I'm very well. And uh, wow, that's a spe- thank you for calling me a legend. <laughs> well, trust me, in the world of acapella, you are, man. Would Seriously. You, okay, no, mean, will, you, will you get on the phone with my daughter and tell her that I'm a legend? <laughs> hey, I'll send her the recording. Come on. Because <laughs> <laughs> she just rolls her eyes. And whenever I start to sing, she's like, Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my kid. And, and, and obviously, you're a much better singer than I am, but my kids definitely roll their eyes when I try to sing. So. <laughs> Oh, well, fun. it's a pleasure to be here, and congratulations on the hundredth episode. That's I'm, I'm amazing excited. achievement. No, 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 I got thank it. you, thank you for being such a uh, proponent of this beautiful art form. I, I love it. Like I said I've been I've been doing this, you know, for over tw- almost twenty five years. You know, spreading acapella cheer through music and stuff, and helping groups put on concerts, and and I just I love doing it, and, and I'm glad so many groups are are involved and keep sending me music to play. I, I've I've been lucky. I haven't repeated a song. In in a hundred episodes, <laughs> I've repeated. I, I've repeated groups, obviously, but I have not repeated a song yet. And actually, when I when I talked to you about the first song we wanted to play, I was like, "Man, I'm I'm sure I've played that one because it's my favorite song by Rockapella." And I went back and looked. I'm like, I haven't actually played it. So this is really cool. <laughs> so what I'd like to do is just a, a little bit of background about this first song that you know I, I let you kind of pick the songs and stuff that, that we're going to play. This you know it's 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 still technically as three different groups, I guess, but all these songs written by you, obviously. And the first one, like I said my favorite rockabella song off of my favorite rockabella cd primer and it's the song falling over you so let's just talk a little bit about that if you remember you know like how that came about and stuff and just a little bit about the recording process i do okay so if you're uh, if you're a student of uh of rockabella you'll know that one of our frequent collaborators and uh, producers of our albums is a an old friend of mine named billy strauss most people know of his song a change of my life which he wrote he wrote for Rockapella uh, to sing. And uh, he also, uh, you know, great uh, recording engineer. Uh, he was like the assistant engineer on Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA. Wow. And, uh, on, oh yeah, I mean, he's you know, an amazing track record. But um, he and I have been friends since college. And uh, we co-wrote Falling Over You when he heard that the Whoopi Goldberg movie was like the sister act sequel. It was this, yeah, it was the sequel to the sister act. 
that there was a scene in that movie where there was supposed to be a black vocal group on stage singing kind of like an R&B acapella tune. So he and I uh, set out to write and submit two songs for that movie. And we, the songs we wrote were Falling Over You and a song that Rockapella also recorded called I Found Sugar. Really? Both songs were rejected by the movie. Oh, man. <laughs> and both songs found a happy home with the Rockapella. So, yeah, it's it's strange how those those songs were not they weren't written with Rockapella in mind. Mm -hmm. And they're they have a particular R&B flavor that wasn't necessarily what I was uh, writing at the time. I was probably writing more Beatles influence stuff. But in my head, I'm writing for like a young black vocal group. And and and, <laughs> and this is in my head, what a young black vocal group would sound like. <laughs> nice. So, so one thing I've always wanted to ask you about this before we hit play here is now there's actually that I, maybe there's more, but I, I know of two versions. There's also the version on vocal beat with the really cool vocal percussion intro. Uh, Why did you decide to leave that off for primer? I think because that was so layered and so obviously a studio creation that we couldn't uh, we couldn't recreate it. And also Primer was essentially meant to be a live album recorded in the studio. So right. we, we basically set up the mics. I think there were maybe a couple of overdubs, maybe hand claps. Uh, and this was obviously way before pitch correction was even an option. It was uh, like 1993 or 94. And so we basically set up the mics kind of in a circle in the room and just sang the songs the way we did them live. And the impetus for recording that whole album was that we were about to do our first uh, major tour of the Midwest and we needed product to sell. The only albums that we had recorded uh, previously were uh, these Japanese releases and they weren't available in the United States. And so we wanted something to sell. So we, we, <laughs> we, we hustled into the studio and we cranked out that album. And I'm, I'm really proud of that record because first of all, there's the live energy is, is great. And it, it also is an amazing snapshot of how well rehearsed we were that we could pretty much record that thing in one day. Wow. That's yeah. cool. And, and then a lot of my listeners know this because I've said something, I, I actually, I started my acapella show on October of 97 with 29 acapella CDs and primer was one of the 29. So oh, how nice. <laughs> yes. So I, 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 I don't remember which on the very first episode, but I know I played, I'm guessing it was probably Carmen San Diego knowing yeah. me back then, but, uh, but yeah, no. So that's, like I said, it's for over 20 years, been one of my favorite Rockapella CDs. So that version of Falling Over You, I think is much more exciting than the studio version. And also that version of Where in the World is Carmen San Diego yes. is a lot more exciting than the studio version also. Oh, agreed. I mean, That's... this is, you know, so you're capturing a group that has at that point sung those songs in concert, you know, hundreds of times and knows them really well. I've heard many people say still to this day that Primer is the best acapella CD ever recorded. Oh, uh, I, I've really heard nice. so many people say that, and I, uh, it's, I, I probably, I mean, if, if I, if I don't agree completely, it's definitely in the top three or four, <laughs> I mean, for sure, but it, it's, it definitely might be number one. I mean, it's, it's perfection from beginning to end. Oh, that you're very, you're very kind. I mean, you know, it's got some, uh, got some warts and some pimples, but <laughs> you know, it's live. That's right. That, that's the beauty of it. Cool. Well, let's listen to this one. Here's Rockapella from Primer with Falling Over You. One, two, three. Yeah. I made up my mind and wasting all my time. I made up my mind. I'm falling over you. Come on, come on. I've been playing school boy, fishing funny school boy games. Got to run high. 
But I've been to the river Seen water turn to sweet red wine Over you by Rockapella off the primer CD with our special guest Sean Altman, the man who wrote that first song, and every song we're going to play on today's episode. So, next one we're going to talk about is off of Sean's first solo CD, and it's a song, Julie Gone. Let's talk about that one, Sean. So, uh, I wrote that song probably a year before I left Rockapella, so it must have been around 1996. Uh, definitely a song of heartbreak not written about someone named julie probably mostly written about my ex-wife <laughs> whose name was not julie but you know uh, on that first album on my first solo album sean demonian there's a there's a lot of songs with women's names and they're all essentially euphemisms <laughs> for uh for my ex-wife because i was going through a period of heartbreak but it actually ended up being the most fertile creative period of my career probably because of that so I believe that Rockapella performed Julie Gone once oh. at the bottom line. Okay. And had I stayed in the group, I believe we probably would have recorded the song. But I left the group. And also, the song may not have gone over that well. I think it was, I, I, but I, I have a recollection of performing it once at the bottom line with the group. And then we probably went off and did some other touring. And, you know, originals are, are tricky. Right. To uh, at that point, everybody in the group was doing a lot of writing, and so I think maybe that song wasn't going to stick. 
but I love the rec- the recording. Uh, Jeff Thatcher of Rockapella is um, he did the drums, but I I I essentially wrote I wrote a lot of those songs while Rockapella was back and forth going to Japan, and I remember recording Jeff doing those drums in a hotel room in Japan on my tiny little uh, four track uh, Porta Studio. It was like a Fostex wow. four track. Yeah. Uh, and all of the songs on that album, Sean Demonium, were recorded with a Shure SM58 vocal mic, which is really? the workhorse vocal mic, but it's not a studio mic at all. Oh, no, it's a stage mic. Yeah. yeah. It's a stage mic. Wow. <laughs> it's like, it's a, it's a stage mic that, you know, costs a hundred bucks back then and you can still get it for a hundred bucks. Yep. <laughs> uh, so uh, because it was, it was recorded, I think the final version is eight tracks, but I was doing a lot of over, overdubs on a four track. So there's a bunch of bouncing that happened, you know, where you have to blend several tracks into one to make room for more tracks. So uh, on all those songs, and especially that one, there's a lot of vocal effects like reverbs and delays that I printed while recording them. There wasn't the option of putting them on after. I had to make the decision, okay, I want a lot of reverb on this. So I'm just going to commit to it right now. And it went down on tape <laughs> with that. So That's great. that kind of makes it all, all the more remarkable that it doesn't sound like a total pile of mush. But uh, yeah, I like that song a lot, uh, particularly like the bridge, which just goes somewhere really different, which I think is what a bridge should do in a pop song. It should take you somewhere else. And then when you come back to the verse and the chorus, you're like, ah, I'm back home. Nice. But uh, very proud of this. Very cool. Well, hey, let's listen to this one from Shondemonium. Here's Julie Gone. Julie, 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 no matter Julie gone. I guess I'm happy to be duping strangers. I got a mind workshop in the sun. I guess I'm happy to be flipping burgers Now you can watch me fattening call. 
his first solo CD, Sean Demonium, that's Sean Altman with Julie Gone. And, and you know, we were talking you know, while we were playing the song a little about some of the lyrics. You want to talk a little bit about some of those lyrics on that song? Yeah. God, I wish I had them in front of me, but, uh, oh, you mean the thing, the thing I was just talking about? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> if you want to, you so, don't have to. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. Um, let's see. You know, I remember this is one of, of a bunch of songs that I wrote in the aftermath of, uh, you know, getting divorced in 1994. So from 1994 to 97, it was my most fertile creative period. And, and uh, heartbreak was just, I, I refer to it as like a bucket that I could always reach into. And there's always something to pull out. A lot of those songs on that album refer to that, uh, to that heartbreak. In fact, I hired a PR person and they actually got they actually got a magazine at the time called Divorce Magazine to do a profile of me and my album. Wow. And, the, and the headline was headline was Sean Altman songs to divorce by, which <laughs> I, I was always very proud of. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, so that song it's uh, it's talking about you know Julie is a euphemism from my ex wife whose name was not Julie, but it's, it's talking about uh, let's see. Guess I'm happy to be duping strangers. I got a mind burned sharp in the sun. The idea that I was uh, my outwardly I was presenting as happy, but I was I was just crushed inside. Uh, so I was so almost like um, you know putting on a smi- uh, a happy smiley face while just going through utter hell. Uh, and then my favorite lyric is second verse: Your pretty head is flattened with a magnet. You'll never break away from my fridge. Now you can watch me fatten and call the dragnet out. I'll be the jumper weighing down the bridge. So not only am I particularly (laughs) proud of the internal rhyming, but just the image of me having a photo of my ex affixed to my refrigerator with a a magnet, basically so that her photo can body shame me every time I come close to my refrigerator. Wow. (laughs) So I'm particularly proud of that image because it's, it's, it's emotional, but I think people can relate to it. (laughs) <laughs> that's hot i love it so, i love the and, stories uh, behind music <laughs> yeah and and i love i love the bridge musically i love that bridge because it it takes you away to a, a different place and then when you come back to the to the last verse you, it's like you're home again and also um yeah i love the line yeah i guess that misery is an aphrodisiac i never wanted you as much as now i think that's a really good line i really like that Cool. Uh, and, and you mentioned like your home again, which kind of brings us to our, our third song of the show from your group, the Groove Barbers and the song, My Home. Let's talk a little bit about that one. That song, uh, I wrote that particularly for the Where in the World is Carmen San Diego album. Uh, and I wrote it with my friend David Yazbek. And he and I also wrote uh, the Carmen San Diego theme song together. And uh, we wrote a song called Everything to Me together. But My Home was, it was particularly written 
uh, with the idea that I would that we would try to get the Persuasions and Rockapella to do it as a duet on the Carmen Sandiego album. And they agreed and we were thrilled because the Persuasions were my and Rockapella's heroes. So uh, even though all of the Persuasions were not available for that original recording session, for that version, it was Jerry Lawson, the lead singer, Jimmy Hayes, the bass singer, and uh, I guess it was... I, I guess it was uh, Jay Otis Washington. I think Sweet Joe Russell was not available that day. So three of the four persuasions wow. uh, recorded this duet in the studio with Rockapella. So uh, Rockapella's bass, Barry Carl, was trading off with Jimmy Hayes. And I was trading off solo uh, portions with Jerry Lawson, who's my idol. So yeah. I was you know, thrilled. But then, and then Rockapella recorded our own studio versions on the Primer album which was kind of a live version. And then we also recorded uh, a little bit more slick double track studio version on Voco Beat, which is Rockapella's album of all originals. But my favorite version of the song is the Groove Barbers version, which is the one you're about to play uh, from the Groove Barbers album, Guts. And I think it's because having recorded the song so many times, <laughs> I was determined that the last one was going to be the best one. You know, you always want to feel you always want to feel like you're getting better and mm -hmm. not getting worse. So uh, I I like my vocal performance the best, and um, and uh, I just you know uh, Jeff Thatcher uh, mixed it, and I think he did a really beautiful job. And uh, I'm most proud of that version. So I'm, I'm honored that you're playing it. Nice. Um... And it's uh, one of it's one of my favorite songs, and. Um, uh, as again, once again, uh, read it with my good friend, David Yasper. Cool. Well, hopefully it'll be the listener's favorite song too. Once we play it here is off of the gut CD by the Groove Barbers, the song, My Home. Is it the sky today, the way that the winds push in the clouds, or is it the late day sun stretching the shadows? over the ground that brings on these memories of people and places that I've never seen and voices so strange and so sweet asking me softly where is my home my home oh yeah and what makes this person me is it the little town where I was born maybe it's history the faces of family that I've never known somewhere across the She left long ago Under a cold, crying moon Looking for something Where is my home? Where is my home? Oh, yeah Where is my home? Home. 
city painted with promises and words so unkind. Hey, where is my home? The trees of a country where autumn came suddenly and I'll never find. Then there's your face, my dear And I know I'll never be walking alone The love in your eyes makes it clear Telling me softly This is my home, 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 home. show our final song of the week that was off of the guts cd by the group barbers and my home with our special guest sean altman so sean just kind of fill in the get the the, the listeners what uh what are you doing now and what, what are some stuff you want to you know maybe promote that you have going on i know you have like the everly brothers thing you do which i think is really cool and what's some more stuff you're working on yeah so uh i put out my my most recent solo album which is called salt uh put it out a couple of years ago but um still feels very current to me because i worked i worked on it for 20 years so the wow. fact that uh I, yeah i put it out right before pandemic very proud of that also for fans of uh of rockapella there are band versions of two of my favorite uh rockapella songs follow me to heaven and uh well, actually no three follow me to heaven my home and um come my way because okay. uh, I wrote those, I wrote all of those songs on guitar, and so in my head they always had a band, and now they those uh, those versions are finally out there. Uh, and then most recently, my my main performing outlets are two tribute acts: the Everly Set, which is a tribute to the Everly Brothers, who, whose big hits are "Bye Bye Love," "Wake Up Little Susie," "All I Have to Do Is Dream," "Kathy's Clown," "Love Hurts," uh, "Devoted to You." When Will I Be Loved, uh, you know, great stuff from uh, late 50s, early 60s. And most recently, the, my partner in the Everly set, Jack Sculler, and I, we have a new act called Forever Simon and Garfunkel, which is obviously a Simon and Garfunkel tribute. Mm -hmm. And we're touring all over the country. So wow. for the first time since I left Rockapella in 1997, I'm, uh, I'm back performing in theaters all over the country. And uh, it's an unexpected treat for me. That's actually really cool. I'll have to make some calls because we, a lot of those tribute shows come through this area. And I, we've had tribute shows here to the Bee Gees, uh, the Beatles. I actually just saw the Nelson boys doing the tribute to their dad a couple months ago. Oh, cool. At, yeah, and at the Fargo, North Dakota Fargo Theater. And then uh, well, right before COVID, I saw an amazing Bobby V tribute by his, his, his sons and his nephews and his grandkids and stuff. And 
I love, love I, grew, I grew up in the wrong decade, man. I love 50s and 60s music. So I would love to see both of those shows you do. I'll make sure I have like links to all your stuff, your websites and your social media and stuff. We'll put it in the show notes before this episode comes out and, and make sure people can follow you and everything. But I, I just want to thank you, man. I'm so glad we got to do this. I know we talked about it for a few months and glad we were finally able to, to lock in a time to do it. And and it's been fun hearing about these songs and stuff. And, and I'm, I, I love listening to them and your stuff and, and Rockapella stuff and you know stuff here will always be a part of my show as long as I'm doing it because it's you you guys were there at the beginning when I started the show and and hopefully you'll you'll be part of it as long as I'm doing it so well uh, once again thank you for uh, for promoting this this strange and wonderful art form that we do it's wow. uh it's it's an honor to talk to you and uh thanks for playing my song one two three yeah <laughs> And that's going to wrap up this week's episode of Uncovered Acapella. I'm your host, Brian Michaels. Be sure to subscribe where your favorite podcasts are available. If you really enjoy the show, we'd appreciate it if you leave us a review. So until next time, I'm Brian Michaels with Uncovered Acapella.